When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. everyone welcome back to another show this is episode 164 now according to IBM 60% of projects fail Forbes and Bloomberg say that 80% of businesses go bust within 18 months and Acupol states that up to 95% of product launches fail and today our special guest joining us on the show is Gordon Trigold and Gordon has worked in transformational leadership roles for over 30 years. He's run 100 million plus programs. He's led 200 million plus global operations departments, as well as implementing large, complex organizational change programs for Fortune 100 companies. And he's now a visiting professor at Staffordshire University, as well as an author, his latest book, Fast, All Leadership Principles Every Business Needs to Know About to Achieve Success and drive results so that you don't end up being among the business and launch failures that we spoke about uh, earlier. Now, on today's show, Gordon is going to speak about four leadership principles that as ambitious entrepreneurs, you need to know about so you can achieve success and drive results in your business. So welcome to the show, Gordon. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. You have got a wealth of experience. Yeah, I've been around the block once or twice. Yeah, absolutely. So glad and honoured that you're here to be able to share some of your tips and, and strategies. So, Gordon, can you share with us just a little bit of your background and how you came up with FAST? So, yeah, so when I started my career in business, I really one of the things I always tell people is that back in those days, in the 80s, you kind of, there was a, a predefined career path laid out for you. You'd be a programmer for three years, then a designer, and then a, a project lead, and then a project manager. Mm. And I looked at that and I thought, I don't want to do that. I want to I want to move quickly. That's mm-hmm. too steep for me. And what I realized was that if you want to get ahead, you have to get noticed. And the easiest way to get noticed was to do something that was impressive. So Every difficult project I volunteered for and got involved in turning them around. And then I was asked to start leading them mm-hmm. and getting involved in projects that people thought were going to fail. Mm. And that we, uh, projects that we thought were going to fail. When you think they're going to fail, you're able to just break the rules and change the approach. And by doing that, I was able to figure out what we needed to do in order to be successful. Because when something's failing, 
you, you have to understand why it's failing. And what I found was that the majority of initiatives are failing for the same reasons. Uh, mm. A lack of focus, a lack of accountability, a lack of simplicity, and a lack of transparency. So you fix all those and you'll be successful. And that's how I came up with FAST. Yeah. And, of course, uh, as we mentioned earlier, you've recently written the, the book FAST, Four Principles Every Business Needs to Know to Achieve Success and Drive Results. And you've briefly mentioned what FAST stands for. So can you share what each of those again and then just briefly give us a bit of background information about each of those uh, principles, please? So I developed FAST looking back trying to figure out did I have a, a recipe that I'd used and I, and I found that it was focus, accountability, simplicity and transparency mm. and then I started to research and try to put into a model that I could explain to people and, and what focus is, focus is what is it we're trying to do, what's the goal, what's the objective and do we have a clear picture of that and a lot of companies and initiatives fail because we don't know what success looks like. And, and with entrepreneurs, I do a lot of coaching with them. And what I find with entrepreneurs is they often don't have a financial goal that is specific that they're trying to hit. And if you don't have a specific financial goal, then how are you going to put a plan in place to hit that goal? And then the other area where I find entrepreneurs are failing is they don't have a clear focus, a clear picture of who their target customers are. Mm. So we need to get that what correct, and that's the focus. Accountability is the who. Who's going to do the work? How are you going to hold them accountable? And have you communicated to them clearly and given them the tools to the job? And if you do that, then people can accept accountability. You can't give accountability or delegate it. People have to accept it, and mm -hmm. you have to make sure they have everything in place to accept it. And again, for entrepreneurs... A good example of accountability would be you need to have people working both in and on the business. And too many entrepreneurs are experts, and, and I'm one of these as well, so I suffer from this, and we gravitate to working in the business. Yes. And if you don't have to be working on the business, you will be out of business very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And then simplicity is about how are you going to do business? Do you have a simple approach? Can people understand it? Do they believe in it? Because most people I find are not afraid of hard work. They're afraid of failure. That fear comes from not being able to see how they're going to be successful. So we have to keep things simple. And again, you know, with an entrepreneurial perspective on that, what I often find is that many businesses, they make paying for services the problem of the customer. The number of people who I speak to and they say, oh, yeah, I can offer you the service, but I need you to pay by PayPal. Well, mm -hmm. I don't use PayPal. Can't you take a credit card? Yes. And they say, oh, sorry, you need to pay by PayPal. If you make it difficult for people to do business with you, they will do they business won't. with somebody else. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. make it as simple as possible. And then transparency is about how far do we have to go and how far have we come and how far do we need to go in order to be successful? And if you don't have transparency, you're running a race blindfolded and after five minutes, you don't know where you are, you don't know where the competition is, you don't know where the finishing line is and your chances of winning that race are pretty much nil. So we have to do the due diligence and then we have to track and monitor our progress. Mm -hmm. So for an entrepreneur, if you want to make $240,000 in a year, 
then put a plan in place to track your progress of 20,000 a month in revenue and check to see whether you're hitting that every single month. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you can react if you're behind schedule. You'll know that you need to do something more. And if you don't have transparency, you can fall into what I call the happy underachiever trap where you think everything's going well and only when there's two minutes left you find that you have no chance of uh, being successful. And we need that transparency into our costs so we know how much to sell our products for. Number of entrepreneurs I see, yeah, I'm making $20,000 a month in revenue. And then when you ask them how much of that's profit, their eyes glaze yeah. over and you think, uh-oh. <laughs> yes. It's a business that's going to be out of business. So mm-hmm. that's what transparency is about. And if you, if you fix all those things, the what, the who, the how, and the how far, you put yourself into a fantastic position to be successful. Do you find with each of those one supports the other so for instance if you were working with or someone was reading your book and recognized in some of the things that you've just said oh we don't have accountability and simplicity we've gotten feedback that some of our systems are not as simple as what we'd initially thought would you encourage people then to go back to the f the focus get clear on that first then once you've got the focus then you can knuckle down and identify right so who's accountable for, for this, this, and this, and then work? Is it kind of linear? Does one move on to the next? How does that all work? So it's interesting you ask that because I'm just I'm building a course at the moment, and I just did a module today called Where Do I Start? Yes. And if I could only do one, which one would you suggest? And, and you have to do all four mm. because that's mm. how, the recipe for success is focus plus accountability plus simplicity plus transparency. If you cook anything and you miss one of the key ingredients, it's not going to be the same product. So you need all four. If you're an ongoing business, then I would suggest score yourself out of five in focus, accountability, simplicity, and transparency, and do that as honestly as you can. And then focus on the area where you score lowest. Mm. So if you don't have transparency, start there. And work until you're getting yourself five, four or five in each area. But if you're starting a new initiative, we start with the first letter of fast focus. You need to know where you are going. If you are going to go on a trip, before you can figure out who's going to drive, what kind of vehicle you're going to take, you need to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You need to know the destination. And once you know the destination, then you can figure out the who, the how, and the how far. And there is a big interaction between them. Because what if you tell me you didn't have accountability, what I hear when you tell me that is you don't have transparency. Because we have to have transparency into our performance in order to be able to hold people accountable for it. So you might have clear roles and responsibilities, which is good to get people assigned to the right job. But you need to have performance measures and say, look, you said you were going to do 10000 in revenue every month. You've only done seven. How are we going to get this back up? Mm-hmm. So the more transparency you have, the easier it is to hold people accountable. With simplicity, the simpler we make it, the easier it is to focus as we start going forward. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible to focus on something complex. Yes. You know, our, our concentration levels, they seem to be eroding with every single new generation. 
and every year it passes. I have the attention span of a goldfish, so <laughs> I need it to be kept simple yeah. in order to in order to focus. Well, it's a good point because you know sometimes when things get too complicated, we get overwhelmed, and when we're overwhelmed, nothing kind of sticks, does it? And all processes are not working as productively and efficient as, as we can and therefore it's, it's a great reminder and I know transparency and, and checking as you said often you'll hear people entrepreneurs and business owners saying well you know we, we generated x amount of revenue this month yet if they were to look and investigate around their expenses well your expenses yeah. were actually twenty two thousand dollars this month so yeah. it's so important to be transparent across uh, all of those key areas so one of the things that you do mention Gordon is that in order to be successful, we do need to improve our effectiveness and our efficiency. would love to hear your thoughts about what's the difference between those two. So I always use the same analogy to describe the difference between effectiveness and efficiency. If you see a car that's stuck in the mud with the wheels spinning like crazy, Mm. the car is being efficient. It's transferring the energy from the engine to get the wheels to spin. So highly efficient, yet the car isn't going anywhere. It becomes effective when the wheels take grip and start to move it forward. So effectiveness is you achieving the results you are aiming for and efficiency is the amount of energy you expend to achieve it. So we have to be effective That's why we start with focus first. And then once we're effective, then we can focus on efficiency. So we're doing the right job with effectiveness. Then we can focus on efficiency and focus on doing it well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Important point. Because as you said, with the beautiful analogy that you shared, you could be spinning those wheels and and been thinking, well, you know, I'm busy. So many of us, we get stuck in the busyness, don't we? Yet when we measure it against effectiveness, how is that impacting your business? Well, it's not because you're focusing on the wrong tasks. They need to be outsourced or you need to hire another team member to do that. Correct. And one of the things that I find as well, and, and this is what happens to us when we you know, one of the, uh, according to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, one of the things we want is recognition and feeling of self-worth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if we're stuck on a task which is critical and we can't finish it, we'll look for a non-critical task and do that because at least we can tick it off. I'm making progress. I've done these 10 tasks, yeah, but they didn't add any value. Yes. So yeah. You've been busy, you've gone on feeling good, but you haven't actually done anything of real value that's moved us forward and I've been guilty of doing that you know myself you know I was talking with somebody about when I was a student and revising my most productive period was on creating my revision timetable I had a beautiful revision timetable (laughs) it was color-coded I knew what I was doing by day Mm. and at the end of it I hadn't learned a bloody thing (laughs) I was supposed to learn but I'm proud about that timetable. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, as you were you're sharing that, I'm sure we all have our own uh, stories of where we've spent a lot of time focusing on something, yet if we're honest with ourselves, hmm, how effective has that been? Uh, Gordon, you do speak a lot about simplicity, keeping things simple. I really would love you to share a little bit more around this because I know as business owners, unless we take a step back, we can get caught in the cycle and, and often things are not 
simple at all. So uh, please share about your expertise and wisdom around this topic of simplicity. So simplicity, I'm fortunate because I, I think it's because I'm lazy. I'm always looking for <laughs> shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to get into that habit of how could we do this easier? You know, always step back and look at something and think, how could I do that easier? Because we have a natural tendency to overcomplicate things. So we have to really fight it. And there are a couple of techniques that I use. And one of the ways for simplicity is dealing with experts. I get a lot of experts. And having worked in IT, I dealt with lots of people in fields I knew nothing about. And they would always tell me, oh, I can't explain it to you because you're not an expert. Yeah, but Einstein says if you understand it well enough then you can explain it simply Mm. to somebody who's smart. So if something's looking complex, get the experts you're dealing with to explain it simply. And if they can't, they don't understand it. And so that's a red flag. And then the other thing, a technique for increasing simplicity is just imagine you've only got a quarter of the time available to do the task. What's the 25% that you would do? And start with that. And what I tend to find, and it comes back to the old 80-20 rule, that you can get 80% of the work done with 20% of the effort. And if we really think we've only got a quarter of the time, it focuses us to think on that 20%. And that's when we start to look at simplifying things. Now, if I go on vacation, Mm. if I've got four hours to pack, I come back from that vacation with two-thirds of the clothes still folded Mm -hmm. that I never wore. Because I've over-prepared for it. If I've only got 10 minutes to pack, you can bet everything I take, I wear. Yes. Probably because I forgot some of the things I needed and I'm trying to you know, mix and make do. Mm-hmm. But if we have too much time, we, you know, tasks expand to fill the time. And, and sometimes they just fill with trivia, which you know, makes things more complex. We need to keep things clean and simple. Yeah. And when we do that, people understand it. And uh, they'll work out and go the extra mile. It's interesting, as you were speaking about uh, packing for a holiday, I'm sure we can all relate to when we were going away from holiday and we need, or were going for a holiday and we needed to get things prepared and perhaps even actioned and completed before we left. I remember pre-recording a number of different podcasts and, and training that would be later released while I was away. Got it all yeah. done within, I think it was about a week. And, and I kind of looked and I thought, how did I get that all done in that time? And yet over four weeks, you know, it would normally take me forever. So you're absolutely right. You just focus on what needs to be done. All yeah. of the, the fluff and all of the other things that you, you tend to get stuck into really is not making a difference whatsoever. So that's a great technique. You know, how, what would you do if you only had quarter of the time to complete this task? What would you focus on? We do have a tendency, you know, procrastination creeps in, over-preparation, and we just make things more complicated for ourselves for no real reason. Mm, yeah. So it's human nature. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. So before we share with everyone how they can get a copy of your book, we know that there's a number of different books that are on the market, you know, maybe similar principles and things like that. So what would you say is different about your book? What sets the, the principles that you share apart from, from, say, some of the other principles being shared? There's two things. I think 
I don't think anybody has boiled it down to four principles that work well together. And as you start to improve one of them, it allows you to improve in other areas. So you start to get a multiplying effect, which which really drives progress because mm. you, you don't just benefit once from focus. You can benefit from it twice by it helping you with simplicity. When you improve simplicity, it can help you improve accountability. So you get this multiplying effect. And I think I think that's a, a differentiator. And I've used FAST for 30 years, so I know it works. I've used it to run marathons. I've used it to build a, a loyal following on mm. social media. And then the other thing I would say is, did you understand my analogy for the difference between efficiency and effectiveness? Yes. I explain things simply. I don't want you to read my book and think, wow, that guy's a genius. I've no clue what he's talking about. <laughs> it looks really clever. Mm. I want you to read it and think, oh, I get that. Oh, I could do that. I understand this. So that's an approach. I want to enable people to be able to implement things. So I keep the book as simple as possible because I want people to be able to understand it and implement it. So I've written that book in a fast way, mm -hmm. keeping it simple so that people can understand it. And, and I don't see that in a lot of places. Yes, it's almost like you need a university degree to understand what you are reading. As you said, you're certainly not going to start implementing any of the principles being shared if you don't really understand it and if it doesn't feel doable. No, I'm absolutely. Belief if we don't have that belief, we tend not to start because if I believe I'm going to fail, I've got two options. One, I can work hard and fail, or two, I can sit by the pool sipping pina coladas and fail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like a, that analogy too. <laughs> that's a tough choice. Yeah. So we have to give people the belief that they're, going to, mm. that they're going to be successful because then the only reason they'll fail is because they didn't try. Yes. And now, now they're accountable. They're going, ooh, if this fails, it's because of me. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you look at something and think, oh, I've got to climb Mount Everest in my underwear, nobody could do that. No. That's never going to happen. I don't even need to try because when I fail, I, I've got an excuse. Mm -hmm. It wasn't possible. So, you know, keep things as simple as possible. Yes. Uh, that's my raison d'etre and it's my uh, unique defining feature. Yeah. So love those. So again, just uh, recapping what focus, oh, not focus, that was the first one, what FAST stands for, those four principles, focus, accountability, simplicity and transparency. So very key if you want to have success and drive results in your business. So Gordon, for people who have listened and who want to start having things run so much more effectively as well as efficiently in their business, how can they get a copy of your book? So the book will be available on Amazon. You can pre-order it now. It's uh, launched on October 20th. But I'm also going to be running a Kickstarter campaign on kickstarter.com. I'm just waiting for that to be approved. But if they go on there and search for Fast and Gordon Treadgold will find it. And there I'm offering not just the book, but some other things, some one-to-one -one coaching, some uh, training modules, all part of that Kickstarter initiative. So they can buy the book on Amazon or they could go to Kickstarter and help me uh, blow Fast up. Because I think Fast is going to help an awful lot of people. And my goal is to make as many people as successful as I can. We need more success. 
Yes, we certainly do. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on the show, Gordon, and and sharing your wisdom and expertise. So if you uh, recognize that you need a little bit more fast in your organization, in your business, if you're an entrepreneur, then please go out and check those different resources and grab a copy of Gordon's book. I think we never can stop looking and streamlining our systems so that we can have you know simplicity and of course transparency is so important so is focus uh, and accountability so thanks once again for coming on the show gordon terrific if this is the first time that you have joined us it has been an honor to uh to share a little bit of wisdom with our guest expert we have a guest expert every single week please come back next week and join us why not subscribe to our itunes channel it's all on the show notes ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash aes 1634 we'll see you next week bye for now you've been listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.